Um, so uh, welcome everyone. And and you know, I just have to start this by saying one of one of my favorite things for anybody that knows uh, me or or you know they live by film and the way that we do this is. Uh, identifying these new labels that are coming out and really trying to make a mark on on the world and create their own, you know, path um, to physical media. And so I'm I'm very excited today to bring in Gareth Luna, the founder uh, of Mawu Films, uh, out of the UK. Gareth, thank you so much for joining us. No, thank you for inviting me. Yes, of course. And I, you know, when I first heard I I first heard about y'all on Reddit um, some months back, and the the mission statement jumped out to me. I you know bringing back Lost masterpieces, lovingly restored, is is great. And then you mentioned at that time that you were kind of focused on uh, African and South American cinema, or yes, right. North, and, North and South American cinema. And that's you know it's interesting. I don't know. I'd love to hear a little bit more about how you chose that because one of the consistent things that's happened in in comments in Reddit on the the different forums here over the years is people saying, hey, where's the African representation? Where's the South American representation? They, those areas make good movies too. Um, so, you know, do you, do you mind just shedding a little bit of light right out of the gate here on how you chose that focus and, and where that, that interest comes from for those regions? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I come from a, a, a Latin American background. Um, so I had uh, South American films in particular from uh, quite a long uh, early age, or Spanish language films um, from quite an early age as well. Um, uh, you know, uh, Luis Buñuel um, uh, being the main one, um, um, particularly his uh, Mexican uh, films that he did, like Summon of the Desert and stuff like that, and just kind of uh, fell in love with the films, Exterminating Angel, uh, I think was the first one I saw. Um, and uh, my passion grew from there. Um, and, you know, uh, and also um, I, um, through, I mean, it was back in the day of VHS, you know, I managed to get hold of some uh, um, uh, uh, African cinema um, by uh, Usman uh, Sembene, um, or was, was Usman yeah. Semben, um, and, um, and uh, Diop Mambete. Um, and uh, yeah, just fell in love with the work. Um, and uh, when I was kind of, uh, you know, studied film and, you know, and uh, all aspects of cinema and, you know, and when I decided to set up this company, I thought, where, 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 where are these films on Blu-ray um, or on DVD or on Blu-ray? And uh, I thought it was kind of a, a lovely, uh, idea to kind of um, try and um, sort of showcase these films that deserve deserve uh, recognition, you know, um, because they've been, um, you know, sometimes been largely ignored, um, um, sadly, due to various reasons, you know, sometimes it's just restoration or, you know, um, you know, that kind of area. Well, well, ignored no more. So that's, that's a very exciting background. Yeah. And in, in, in what you said, I have about 100 questions, because uh, there's, you know, I, I'm I'm fascinated with this the kind of journey to the idea of starting a physical media company to then actually going out and doing it. <laughs> but um, one of the things I think just just for people to get to know you quickly before we take a deep dive into that, um, we we don't have cameras on currently, but when we joined, we we turned cameras on, and your backdrop was your your impressive collection. So you're a collector <laughs> first, right? I am a collector first, yeah. 
uh, film lover and then collector and then yeah and now now releasing my own films which is you know great I think uh, I'm really pleased with you know it's uh, uh, it's been a great journey <laughs> and, and if you were yeah. yeah no go ahead no it was, it was you know and I think you know it's, it's just kind of I, I, when I was releasing the films you know it was uh, oh, the first film um, you know it's kind of uh, just the kind of things that I like in a package, you know, um, I, I wanted to kind of put those in, you know, I, I like all the kind of little extras and, you know, booklets and posters and, you know, I like all that kind of stuff. And, you know, that's why I really wanted to kind of to make it as uh, special as possible. I'm so glad you went that direction. So that's one of the things I wanted to ask about, because as I, I'm, I'm holding, um, uh, oh, I'm not even going to try the Portuguese pronunciation, but I'm holding man marked for death 20 years later in my hand. And, you know, one of the things that, that jumped out to me when I got it was it, it I could tell that you're a collector. <laughs> um, <laughs> everything from the spine number to the limited edition, the numbered limited edition, mm. to the way you've you've structured the the layout on the back feels very familiar and, and comfortable in, in, a, in a good way, right? It feels like uh, there's a lot of thoughtfulness that went into it. Um, so was that, you know, is there, was there a series of decisions? Like, for example, Spine number. I know that's the topic that kind of you know people go back and forth on, right? Um, did you? Uh, one of the common reasons why people don't do a spine number in your shoes is production issues and production delays and just trying to manage, you know, what's coming out and when. Uh, but <clears throat> collectors certainly like the spine system. <laughs> it's very clean, right? Yeah. yeah so can it, you? It, yeah. Can you walk me through that process at all? Yeah, I mean, the spine number was, um, you know, it was the first thing, one of the first things. I mean, I, I like, um, uh, I like them. Uh, you know, sadly, my, I'm, I'm going to admit, um, my collection is in order um, <laughs> by spine number. And um, yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it was. It, there was no, there was no even kind of second thought on that. It was like, yeah, gotta have spine numbers. And it was the first release as well, so it was kind of, you know, it was an easy, an easy one, you know. Um, uh, to kind of uh, to go through, um, uh, you know, I think as time progresses, you know, it's yeah, there's may cause some problems balancing, you know, what releases when and what spine number we're going to get. But um, uh, yeah, I, I, I love them, and you know, I, I thought it was a really important addition. So, and the That's numbering great. as well, the numbering, uh, I I do like a numbered um, uh, Blu-ray. Um, it's uh it's uh, something that um uh, you know it just makes it a little extra, extra special i think you know um um no i i agree so i do you did you ever collect anchor bay dvds by chance uh i got one or two i think um, i don't know if they yeah. made it to region b as much but or in that case it would have been region two or i don't know whatever the dvd was but um they you know they used they they're the ones that turned me on to this numbered system i i bought I don't know, countless number of DVDs that I never heard of simply because they were numbered. And I was like, well, I don't want to miss out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's a brilliant marketing technique. Um, um, yeah. I guess speaking of that, do you have, because you have the numbered system, one of the questions that I know people always have is, are you going to go numbered followed by a standard release? Uh, yes. Um, yeah, we will do a standard release at some stage. Um, okay. And we're going to be hopefully 
um, releasing um, certainly in America, uh, hopefully worldwide, because um, only in Europe at the moment, um, uh, UK and Europe. Um, and uh, so hopefully uh, be, I'm not entirely sure, but um, the, there's some distribution issues um, uh, uh, because of uh, the rights were still being held in America for uh, Mamapada. Um, I believe, um, and so we had to wait, um, the, um, and I believe we're going to be able to get in that, so that should be really great. Okay, um, yeah, well, easier for me, I know, <laughs> um, but that's that, that's exciting to hear. I, maybe that's a good segue just to talk about the film itself, because I watched Man Marked for Death 20 years later, um, about three or four days ago now, mm. and I would say, you know, it's interesting because it took me a little while to get into it because I wasn't sure exactly what I was watching. Then I realized at some point, maybe 20 minutes in or I don't know, 20, 25 minutes in or so, I, I realized what uh, Coutinho was trying to do. And then I just became hooked. Like it, it's, it's this fascinating journey, right? Where he's basically was not able to release a film back in 64 due to government control and due to restrictions and uh, censorship essentially from what he was making at the time, which was seen as a pro-labor film, kind of an anti-government film, right? Absolutely, and yeah. then, then he comes back 20 years later with some footage that um, even the, the, the actors in the movie did not know what existed because they thought it had all been confiscated. And he kind of pieces together under the guise of telling the story of where they are now. He He, he tells that story, but he also shows what he can from the original movie so it's like a it's like two things happening at, at the same time yeah it's a, it's a you know i think it's, it's a meta documentary and it's you know i think it was uh, one of the first and um uh and for that reason you know it's such an important film um because it's you know it was a new technique and, and so he uses them as kind of um uh, a kind of flash, flashback device and and to kind of integrate the film and the storytelling and it's you know it's it's just uh, amazing how he does it um it's not kind of um you never feel it's uh crowbarred in it, it always feels kind of seamless and and uh i, I yeah it's it, I, it's one of those films that I, I think um it works as a is as a documentary it works as a as a feature film you know it has kind of both aspects to it and i think that's um why it's such an exciting piece of work I think that's especially when Elizabeth comes into the picture, it really sort of took on another level for me because it took it away from an interesting story about a documentary that wasn't made to this personal story of mm. Elizabeth and her family and her husband and, and like the, how it's impacted her. And I think it was a brilliant move to, to bring her in a little bit later because it set the foundation. And then it was like, okay, now we're going to tell the story through the lens of one person who this deeply affected, right? It's very, very mm. well done. And I mean, she's such an extraordinary lady as well. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, I, I mean, uh, and uh, still with us, uh, thankfully. And, um, um, you know, I think she's uh, 96. Um, nice. And uh, yeah, she's an amazing lady. Um, um, and you just get it, you her passion and her, uh, her well, what she says is just so um, 
crucial to the film. It's, yeah. it's, it's you know, it's, it's delivered with, you know, such, you know, um, you know, I can't think of the, the word. No, I mean, yeah. you, you couldn't possibly have an actor portray that role better, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's also personal for her. It feels so raw. Like it, it, there's no acting involved. This is everything just happens. It's so so in the moment and real for her. I love it. And there's, and the fact that he used her in the original film that they were shooting um, gives us great opportunity to to kind of splice in um, this footage. Um, as a kind of almost um, uh, retelling the story of the assassination of her husband, um, um, which was the original film. Um, and he used her in the film. Um, and so he was able to then integrate this, this footage into the film, um, which, yeah, works so well. Um, yeah, no, it's amazing. How did you come across this and, and how did you decide to make it your first release? Well, and yeah, this one's, um, <laughs> I, I, I knew of the film, uh, I was aware of the film, but I'd never seen it. Um, and then uh, Birkbeck University, uh, University of London, um, uh, where I studied, um, um, were doing a, during lockdown, uh, they were doing a series of uh, documentary, uh, documentary essay festival. Um, and they did a whole day school on his work. Um, and Man Mark for Death is one of the films that they con mainly concentrated on. Uh, and I, there was an opportunity to watch the film. Um, and it knocked my socks off. And I, yeah, I just thought, yeah, this is going to be one of my first films. Um, uh, but then it was kind of trying to track it down um, and who was the distributor. And uh, yeah, I think. So I, I went on the CAN because it had been restored and I went on the CAN website and they had a link and I contact, contacted the um, uh, Mapper Films and uh, yeah, um, and they, we had discussions and, um, and uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that was the first release, yeah. And, and I, I know there's a couple interviews on here. Do, are these ones that you conducted or are these ones that had already been done that you were able the, to No, the Zolito Viana one, uh, who's the producer of the film, that was shot for the, um, the Blu-ray. Um, and the other documentary was um, uh, a, is an award-winning documentary um, that was uh, shot uh, some time ago. Um, I don't know the exact date, I'm afraid. Um, no, no, no. I, okay, great. And and so this is, I think, the fascinating thing because you, so not only did you have to be interested in the film, you had to go chase down the rights. Now you also had to go find uh, the producer, interview them, add subtitles in. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is quite a quite an endeavor to take on for your first production. Yeah, um, and you know, it's you know, for the you know, uh, this is the first company, the first uh, Blu-ray company I've, I've, I've you know, I've, you know, I've ever. Been into you know it was the first kind of uh, so it was kind of it's been a real learning curve you know it's um um and uh, it's been so exciting um and i've enjoyed every second of it um uh, but it's um yeah it's it, it's been you know it's had uh, uh it's you know a lot of interesting kind of bits and pieces along the way but you know it's, it's gone fairly smoothly for the first release you know and, you know was, uh, i was very pleased with how it went well, that's good. Uh, why did you decide to do this as opposed to um, anything else you could do in the world? Oh, well, I mean, I, I, I hit a kind of landmark age and um, I was trying to think 
I thought I really wanted to do it. And, you know, I was kind of, you know, and I, I kind of thought, you know, I, and being a collector and my passion for film, I thought, you know, actually, um, I would really, and I'd been looking into trying to work with some other companies. Um, uh, and I actually thought, you know what, I'm going to set up my own company um, instead. Because um, I, 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 then I get to release the films that I want to release. Um, and, uh, and that's what happened, yeah. That's amazing. Well, do you have, are you able to talk about your second release at all? I can't at the moment, no, sadly. Um, it's a really exciting one, though. Really exciting. Um, it's, uh, yeah, what, what can I say? Um, no, 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 no. Away. I can't really say anything at all, but um, yeah, it's it's a biggie um, and it's going to be amazing. Um, uh, we've got, yeah, um, and hopefully, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not going to say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no pressure to just wondering, because um, I'm always interested in, in kind of this next question, which again, not specifics, just at a high level. How much do you currently have in your kind of production backlog? Like, do you have the rights to, you know, another three movies or another 10 or another, you know, like how, how are you? How, how does that work for you in terms of like how far ahead are you thinking? We're doing uh, at the moment because uh, it's a relatively small company. We're doing kind of um, uh, uh, one or two at a time, at a time. So, um, so small, small batches, um, and yeah, uh, we're kind of trying to expand on that. Hopefully, I'd like. I mean, I would like to be in a position at some stage. You know, like companies like Second Run. You know, release. You know, uh, and other companies. You know. Uh, uh, you know, releasing kind of uh, once a month, um, but uh, you know, uh, at the moment it's just not possible, and we're not going to be releasing any more um, this year, sadly. And um, some thought that we we're going to be able to um, release another title, but um, it's, it's had to be pushed back, I'm afraid. So, um, but it will hopefully be sort of uh, early to mid next year, uh, the next release. So it so that's um, for now at least we we can expect about two to maybe three releases a year um, uh, from from you. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, uh, I would say that. That's my wallet. Thanks you for that. <laughs> um, and and I'm sure that you're looking to make like you said a bunch more. But I think that's a that's a great place to start and really kind of get a cult following. I mean, if if you continue to put produce at this uh, level, I, you know, you're going to quickly become a favorite. Um, if people don't know about you for whatever reason, this is a very high quality disc. And, you know, we haven't even talked about the poster and the, and the really uh, informative, well-constructed booklet um, oh, thank you. Yeah. and the art cards. I mean, there's so much that went into this release. It really is. Uh, it feels like a definitive edition of this movie and it kind of puts Coutinho on the, on the shelf for people, which is also exciting. Right. Yeah, I mean, I really wanted to do, you know, um, do his work proud, you know, I'm such a fan of his work. And, you know, I, uh, uh, I've seen, you know, you know, having to do this film, I mean, I've watched this film so many times, and, you know, I never get bored of it. It's, it's you know, it, I just find it exciting every time, single time I watch it. And, um, and so I really wanted to, you know, and, you know, first release, of course, you know, you want to um you want to do something that's you know going to make people set up and you know hopefully um Malcolm's has done that um uh you know 
but uh, yeah, you know, it was more, it was more. I think it was more about the director. I wanted to kind of, uh, I wanted to do him justice because uh, I think you know there hasn't been a Blu-ray release of any of his work, and I think this is the first time um, any of his work's been available on Blu-ray. So uh, I'm very proud of that. And and just one more one more thing about Coutinho, just before we move on, because there's you brought up second round, and I want to ask you about that briefly. But just quickly on Coutinho, that interview that Arca, you said that award winning documentary that's on there, mm. he comes off as this sort of like outsider filmmaker, but I, and I I love his energy, like you yes. can see his intelligence, you can see his thoughtfulness, like he it was just he's a very kind of I don't know exciting engaging personality. Yes, I mean, um, I mean, it's a tragedy um, that he's no longer with us, and um, and um, yes, but I mean, he was just so full of life, and um, um, his work was just so revolutionary. Um, all his work, I mean, all his documentaries are just you know stunning. Um, uh, but Man Martha that you know is the is, is most famous and um, probably his most important, and. Um, um, and uh, we're very lucky to have it as our first release, you know. Well, I I look forward to bringing you back on in 2025 when you've done the complete Coutinho uh, box set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> something I would love to do, you know, really. really <laughs> um, but that, you know, that, that kind of brings me, so you mentioned Second Run. And honestly, um, before I saw, your, the I don't know if it's the complete, but what looks like the complete Second Run catalog on your shelves, mm. um, I immediately just sort of intuitively felt like you're you know like a like a like a kindred spirit to to second run when i got this disc in um it it just kind of feels maybe not aesthetically i'm sure there's some similarities but just in the way the the film the way you talk about the films the way the the even to the the type font a little bit it just feels like kind of a spiritual companion there um do you know those folks or are you just a fan they were I, I they were very helpful at the beginning um when i was trying to set up the company they gave me some advice um uh and uh really really um uh, lovely company and um and uh yeah they've, they've, they've been very helpful and supportive um early on and you know and now as well so you know they're really they're wonderful company and i'm huge fans of, of their work and uh, um and even but you know when i was setting up the company you know i, I like the i i mean they have films from all over the world but they you know this specifically um uh, specialize in czech uh, hungarian and polish cinema and uh, you know and i kind of wanted a, a company that had that kind of um uh that kind of uh area of you know yeah kind of looking at you know looking at a specific area of, uh, of cinema um and um without treading on anybody's toes as well you know i didn't want to kind of do the same as another company i wanted to kind of be a fresh company and yeah. um and try and and you know, do an area that uh, that fascinated me as well. You know, um, uh, and has always fascinated me. Well, that's good. I mean, I, I always, I, I wish Second Run was more well known in the U.S. where I'm at, because I think, you know, for for every 17 year old or or 20 year old or whatever that gets into Criterion, 
as you if you really get the bug and you really start going down the rabbit holes of of kind of foreign and international cinema um i think you naturally discover second run at some point because they're almost like uh, a level down in terms of you know like a like a deep cut <laughs> on an album yeah. or something where yeah. you know they're they're out there finding these uh films from artists that are very influential at the time of release uh and for one reason or another maybe aren't on the tip of tongues nowadays uh but are begging to be rediscovered and like we were talking about before we started recording you know i don't know if they've had a miss yet i mean i haven't seen everything they've put out yeah, but i don't know that they've uh, yeah, I mean, every film is just a masterpiece. I mean, there's not, I, I've never seen a film that I've gone, mm, okay, um, they're all just blindingly yeah. good. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just incredible. Um, um, yeah, just, um, you know, films that, you know, that can, uh, and many of the films that kind of just change the way you look at film. Um, uh, you know, there's one, you know, those films you just go, wow. Okay, where have you been all my life? Um, right. Uh, I mean, films like um, Makata Lazarova, you know, um, which is just an extraordinary film. Um, um, and, you know, if, I, I think um, Criterion do have it on Blu ray. Um, uh, but, um, you know, for all those people out there, do, do try and track it down because it's an extraordinary, extraordinary yeah. film. Yeah. And, and I can say that at least so far, you're one for one in that category. So you're right on track with them so far. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you so other than increasing quantity of production mm. uh, where, where do you want to kind of take Mawu like do you do you have visions for you know box sets and do you have visions for like sub labels where you're focusing or are you just kind of taking it one at a time and, and letting that happen organically I mean at the moment it's, 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 it's very early days so you know we're just going to focus on the African and Latin American cinema. Um, but I do have ideas. Um, uh, yes, a box set's definitely, I'd love to do a box set. Um, um, and I know the kind of, I know um, the film that's, uh, or the films that I've, um, and the director that's gonna uh, hopefully be in that box set. And we've had talks, so um, that will be great um, when that happens. Um, uh, Sub company, uh, yeah. Um, I would like to. Uh, yeah, what I would love to do is um, branch out a wee bit um, and um, uh, and perhaps explore other areas of the world um, and kind of areas that are not that aren't um, looked at um, perhaps uh, as much as uh, other countries. And you know, uh, and I think that's the real mission is just trying kind of. To kind of highlight and kind of uh, and uh, these kind of lost films or not lost films necessarily a lot of people know my mark for that um but uh, you know films that are don't get the attention perhaps as um as they should do i i kind of frame it in my head at least as like films that are at risk of being future lost films right yes absolutely yeah 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 no perfectly perfect that's kind of the way i think about it because yeah it's yeah anyways that's but i think it's really important work you're doing so um so there you know you, you, because you're a new company and and at least to the world uh even though i'm sure you've been thinking about this for for years now in some capacity distribution is always something that i find very interesting um you know was it scary at all to think about putting all this kind of money and time into something and then just sort of saying 
here you go, world. <laughs> I have this thing to buy. <laughs> um, yes, I mean it's you know it, the, the, of course there are always risks, and um, uh, but I think um, I really try to kind of put that aside a little bit because you know the passion um, uh, was. Uh, and the excitement of doing this project kind of caught, caught you know, took me over, and you know, so it kind of tried to put it back in, back in my head a wee bit. Um, but um, yeah, it, the distribution aspects really, you know, is 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 daunting. I have to say, um, it's uh, it, you know, particularly because we had the big delay. Originally, it was supposed to come out um, before Christmas uh, last year. And we had to push it back, or push it, um, yeah, push it back. Um, and it didn't come out until um, April, uh, end of April, uh, beginning of May, um, which was um, unfortunate. Um, and uh, and it's just trying to trying to, you know, and as a new company, also, you know, you have to kind of try and make a name for yourself and make, make sure that people kind of. Can discover your film, and you know, and you know these kind of aspects. You know, have been difficult, and you know, but I think it's beginning to build, and it's, uh, and you know, that's been great. You know, and um, uh, the I think um, we've been getting great reviews, and you know, and uh, it's been really exciting, and um, and uh, and satisfying. You know, because it's a big relief. You know. <laughs> When you finally put something out, you know you, you, you're going to get lots of criticism for release the disc. You know you do, you do when you go on forums and you go and you look at stuff, you know. And it, uh, um, you know, I'm a big uh, lover of um, martial art films, and um, you know, you read particularly with Criterion because they don't um, do the dubs on their films, and you know, you get a lot of criticism for that. A lot of uh, Criterion get a lot of criticism for that, and um, and uh, uh, and then, which I, I I I don't understand. Um, you know, I, uh, much I, I don't like the dubs. Um, until I've never watched a film in my life. Um, and um, so yeah, it's just kind of you know, it's been really nice kind of um, getting that kind of positive feedback. You know, um, and you know. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. The collectors are not shy about their feedback. No, so I'm, glad, I'm glad it's been positive for you. Yeah. Um, you know, it is, I'm sure it's a temptation starting a label to go under, uh, let's say, like um, uh, Powerhouse Films, or I, for, I forget the name of their distribution arm, Limewood maybe, or, um, you know, Arrow Video has their own distribution arm. Mm. Um, in the States here is OCN. They have their own MVDs. They have their own... Um, but so far, at least, you have kind of sued that and just said, nope, I got it. Um, has that been, again, at a very high level, Has that? are you happy with the sales? Has that been a successful first release from that perspective? Been not too bad, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Good. we're kind of happy, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's all going well. Like, yeah. That's good. I'm really glad to hear it. And currently, it's... Uh, I, uh, it's not so easy to buy in the in the U.S., but I heard you earlier say that part of your plans for next year are to create some distribution channels into uh, Region A. Yes, that's right. I mean, it's it's, it's region free anyway, and that was one of the yeah. I, I wanted it. That was one of the first things when I was planning to do this company. Wanted to make them sure that it was a, it was region free, um, so it could play on any Blu-ray player anywhere in the world. But um, um, 
but then due to issue uh, distribution rights, uh, we, we had to just do um, Europe and the UK um, uh, because of that. Okay, and so that's but once those are cleared, there's there's already ways you kind of have paths to get it here uh, once those are mm. cleared. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay, good news. Do you have any? I mean, uh, just being hopeful, I guess. Do you have any time frame? Is that going to be by summer or by spring or? Uh, not entirely sure yet. Um, okay. Don't speak about it too much because, um, uh, yeah, uh, I'm not entirely sure. Um, okay. It's been a while since we've discussed it, and um, um, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, I think um, spring. Um, I think uh, we can start negotiating so and, and because we've got the, the product already you know um it's, it's not going to be um so so difficult to kind of um you know we have to manufacture and everything um to to get out to america so well well hope here's the here's the hoping it goes uh, easy for you and i guess if nothing else what a fantastic learning experience right out of the gate <laughs> yeah it's been brilliant yes i really really you know uh, and i love doing research and um that kind of stuff so it's been absolutely fantastic for me um um, um you know that's the bit i've enjoyed the most you know kind of uh doing the research for the films um uh and kind of putting together the kind of the kind of rough list of films that i kind of want to put out and trying to find out if they're available, if they're restored, you know, these kind of things. That aspect I've, I've really enjoyed, you know. Um, yeah, wow. Well, what a what a fascinating uh, personality you are. I, I, I'm always, you know, I, I come from an entrepreneurship background, it's more kind of in tech, but, you know, there's so many similarities um, in, the, in the things you're saying and the way you approach this to people that just have successful tech companies. So I have no doubt you're going to be successful. And um, it, it means a lot to be able to speak to you early on like this. Um, where for people right now, if they want to buy, they need to be in region B. Um, uh, or what about Australia and that? Are you able to sell over there or is it mostly region um, B? Not, right at the not at the moment, no. It's just, okay. just Europe and the UK at the moment. So. Um, Okay. Uh, for yeah, for the time being. So, but next year, fingers crossed, um, uh, it'll be worldwide. Um, okay, great. So for now, support Gareth if you're in Region B, uh, or find products through resellers like I did. <laughs> they don't have to take that official position though. Um, <laughs> um, but um, I, you know, I, I guess where should people find you if they have any questions or if they just want to kind of chat with you? Um, go to malwarfilms.com uh, um, and you can, uh, there's a, um, a, a get in touch uh, uh, page um, on, on the website and you can contact me there and I will, I will get back to you. Um, okay. Does that include making recommendations of, of people's passion projects they want to see you put out? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, people have uh, uh, written some of them down, um, and uh, yeah, there's a couple that I'm really interested in. Um, I want a couple, a couple of hurdle. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna try and track those down, see what happens. And um, but yeah, absolutely, suggestions always great. I'm open. Well, Gareth, um, this has been a true pleasure, and uh, I guess I don't know how much I mentioned this at the beginning, but. Thank you for uh, uh, saying yes when I asked you. This is your first podcast. That means a lot. Yeah.
Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's been great. I've really enjoyed it, actually. It's, uh, you know, I'm uh, slightly nervous to begin with um, um, to, uh, in doing this. And when you approached me, um, I was like, mm. um, but uh, yeah, I'm really glad I've done it. And uh, I've really enjoyed um, being on the podcast. Um, and I've, uh, I hope I've asked you all your questions and answered all your questions. So, um, uh, yeah with uh <laughs> with some kind of insight at least no i i mean if, if i've learned anything about you in the last 30 40 minutes it's that um you just jump in head first to a challenge including uh, the challenge of doing your first podcast <laughs> so uh it means a lot and um yeah i really i do wish you nothing but success and um i'm going to continue buying as, as much as you put out so uh no, thank I, you thank you uh very kind uh, i really enjoyed talking to you Hey, same. Okay, awesome. Well, uh, yeah, thanks, Gareth.